everyone. Welcome back to another one of these uh, little individual episodes that we're doing. Uh, let me recap the last one real quick, which was all Razzle. Yep. And uh, Razzle made his way down after parting ways with Randy to go and uh, try to have a conversation with Phil. But it wasn't just about having a conversation with Phil. It was also getting in a little bit of quality time with uh, Barenthal Strumlots, the statue. And we learned a little bit about Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, in that process, you talked to Strumlots a little bit, but didn't really give you too much. You did find right. out that, yeah, the school, he didn't find the school, but uh, it was named after him. And right. that pretty much all the information that you already knew about Gregor Casmore was what he knew. And as far right. as Alola goes and any information regarding her, there was information that was redacted and he was not allowed to speak of. Which right. you also learned that somebody has created that filter. You did an arcana right. check to be able to determine that. Well, real quick, about Strumlot, I have a very important question. Is it Strumlot or Strumlots? Barenthal Strumlot or Strumlot? It's Barenthal Strumlot. I know I go <laughs> okay. back and forth saying <laughs> it, but it's Strumlot and school Strumlots, school for barding. Right, so, okay. Uh, but after a little while, you're like, okay, well... This isn't going really anywhere, so let's just go on and talk to Phil. Which you had a good conversation with Phil. You heard the story of when Phil and Symbol first met. Of course, Symbol at the time going by the artist named Siren. Siren. Right. <laughs> so you got a little little bit of info from Phil. You wound up playing a song for him, trying to do your uh, enthralling performance. Unfortunately, yeah. he's a pretty wise little feller, and also being a fae had advantage <laughs> against it. Yeah. But you still did a persuasion to try to get a little bit out of him, and you rolled really well. And he did. He clued you into some things about you know him and two others being exiled from something and something about a planar purge at some point. Uh, and just kind of gave you the clue to like, you know, spend some time with him, get to know him a little, maybe not one-on-one, but you know, necessarily, but spend time with him without trying to get hair. That's probably where (laughs) I'm going to start. There you go. So you, you hung out with Phil for a little bit longer and, you know, just enjoyed the day and eventually made your way out and remember that, oh yeah, I need to hook back up with my friends. Remember that Yashu was heading to the library. So you made your way towards there. We ended with you hearing the tail end of a song being played, but we'll get to that part later because we're on to our third bard, Randy. Randy. Hooray. We already know what Randy's going to be doing. He's going to be going and getting you know, a pint of ice cream and mourning his breakup. Eddie. That's right. That's right. It's, a, it's a hard split. Well, and mourning yeah. my loss of Joby, too. It's it's just been yeah. rough. Yeah. But yeah, oh, we'll pick dear. up where Randy Razzle has already left. You know where he's going, and you're on the pathway back to your dorms. What are you doing? So with the exhaustion, like, can I just take a short rest and nap that off? Or no, nah, you need to take a long rest to do that. <sighs> okay, that's fair. Uh, um, what if I went to Oda Joy? Do you think she would be able to help me out with that? Just so I can like Ooh. do stuff without failing all yeah. the time. Okay. <laughs> Some cleric abilities. I think she could yeah. help you out. And not to mention, I guess I could show her my back and be like, hey, look at this. We can talk about this later. <laughs> um, it's fixed? Question mark? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll head over to the nurse's office. Okay. So you arrive at Oda Joy's office, come in and... She's just sitting there, you know, taking some notes, taking stock of the things that she has available for students. And she turns and says, ah, Randy, what can I do for you? 
Uh, two quick things. One, I have some info for you that we can discuss at a later date, but just so you know, because you've been privy to a lot. Uh, and two, I have a quick uh, favor slash help that I need. So the first thing, I just turn around and pull up my shirt. <laughs> it's gone. It's but gone. there's a scar. There is a scar. I sort of have something I'm in the midst of, and I would love to get your opinion on this at a later date. Just wanted to give you a heads up that it's gone. I think things, for the most part, are better. Uh, but because of it, I'm super exhausted and need to get some stuff done today do you have anything that could help with that i don't have time to take a nap okay uh well it's gonna cost a little bit but i have the materials available uh i could cast a greater restoration spell on you and if you have a hundred gold pieces to compensate the amount of diamond dust it would take i could cast that on you and uh you know get a little more pep in your step Given that you know that I'm good for paying you for things, can I give you 50 now and 50 later? I'm actually about to come into some money, like, <laughs> later today. <laughs> okay, He's... give me a persuasion roll. Okay. Is that at disadvantage? Yeah. It oh, will yeah. be a disadvantage be right a now, disadvantage. yeah. Good call, Allie. Phew. All right, that is a 15 plus 7. Okay, she says, I, I, I can work with you that on that, Randy. But I just really appreciate don't go that. telling anybody. Oh, no. After all the stuff you've done for me, I will be hush-hush, so... Excellent. Well, then, yes. Go ahead and sit on the bed, and uh, we'll get you taken care of. She goes over to the cabinet, and she pulls out the vial and uh, has a good amount of powder diamond dust in there. Uh, it is under lock and key. Your keen eye takes notice of that, despite your bleariness. <laughs> and she measures out enough, and she comes over, and she begins the incantation. And after just a short, brief time... You do feel a little bit of an invigoration flow through you as the diamond dust burns away. Ugh. And uh, you are no longer exhausted. And she gives you a pat and says, should be good to go. Oh, you really are the best. Oh, awesome. There's so much joy. Um, so in that case, I appreciate it. Again, I would love to chat with you about the back and stuff later, but I do need to go get your money, which may be related to this or not. So bye. Get any so, of my money as soon as you can, okay? I'll be back later today, fingers crossed. So Sounds like a plan. All right, bye. Boy, Strumwatz has really got some questionable... Get away with a lot at Strumlots, both students and teachers. Man, <laughs> it's, mean, it's bards. bards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> okay, so I need to find Gerard, and I need to hang him by his thumbs from the wall. Uh oh. So <laughs> okay. it was the cafeteria was the first place I ever met him, right? With doing all the gambling and such. Yes. All right, I'll go check there first. He was the one that like swindled Randy, right? Gave yes. him the fake money. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The gnome, right? Uh huh. This okay. needs to be yeah. dealt with <laughs> okay. now. So cool. So you make your way into the cafeteria, and of course, you know it's it's around lunchtime. People are eating, and there is a small group of people over in the corner. It looks like you know there's a little bit of a betting ring going on. You don't see Gerard anywhere. However, somebody does stand out to you. You notice a calico-style tabaxi standing nearby in the corner, kind of watching. And you recognize this tabaxi as one of the people Gerard was talking to a lot before you got into the betting ring. So I head over to the tabaxi, and I say, um, hello. As you are making your way over there, before you even get a chance, the tabaxi sees you and notices this look in your eye. Because I imagine being on the hunt, Randy is not happy. No, yeah, I probably don't have the best poker face at the moment. As you approach and you begin to say hi, you see him go wide-eyed, and then he disappears. Oh. In a poof of mist. Great. But then you hear the 
quick footfalls of somebody running behind you. Okay. Would this be more of an investigation or a perception to follow the footfalls? That'd be a perception. Okay. That is a 19 plus 4. You can tell without a doubt that these footfalls are headed right out the cafeteria door. You turn to look their direction, and you see this tabaxi looking back at you like, oh, crap, as they are making their way towards the door. Okay, and uh, I just dash right at them. Okay, let's roll initiative oh, for boy. a little bit of a chase. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. The game is afoot. Uh, that is a 16 plus 6. I got a 15 plus 5, so you will start it off. Okay. How far away is the tabaxi at this point? We'll say he's currently 20 feet away from you. Okay. In that case, I don't even need to dash. I'm just going to use my regular movement, and uh, I guess I'm going to tackle him. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a grapple check, which is just a strength-based check. Well, that is an 18 plus 2. And you've got that Yashi strength, that Yashi rage. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, right? You learn how to transform from Razzle, and you learn from Yashi how to get all man. (laughs) Okay, so you dive at this tabaxi, and as you do, you get your your hands wrapped around their legs, but they are spry, and they wind up wriggling out from between your grasp, and they run down the hallway. I need you to roll me a d20. Oh, situational stuff, right. right. Such fun. Uh, That is a 19. You wind up getting up off the ground as you've been shaken off, and you run. You bump into somebody, losing five feet of movement, and you get mashed potatoes and peas spilt all over you. (laughs) Ah, tasty. So at this point, he's how far away then? Uh, He is uh, 30 feet away from you right now, and you normally have 25 feet of movement, but with that incident, you only have 20. Okay. So I'm going to dash up to him, and I'm going to say, this is about the gnome. We need to settle this. This is for your benefit and mine. <laughs> okay, so you dash up to him. As the tabaxi continues to run, I'm going to go ahead and roll a d20. Unfortunately, uh, he is nimble and is able to leap through the hallway as dodging students that are making their way through. And he says, "That's uh, you, you, you're going to have to figure that one out uh, if you can find him, but that's not me. So it is now your turn, Randy. He wound up uh, going a little bit further, and you see him do another misty thing, and he's now 60 feet away. Okay. Then I'm going to do this because I don't have time for this nonsense. We established for, uh, granted this was in our critical role one-off, but Yashi was able to do the chase and cast a spell at the same time, right? That's what we established. Yeah, because you get to use your action, yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to cast sleep as a fifth level spell. Okay. Oh, um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> don't have time for this. So I don't really have a song picked out for that, but I'm just going to go ahead and I'll figure that out and I'll add that in right here. You're so tired. Your eyes begin to creep. You're so, you're so tired. Your mind is counting sheep. You wonder, should you lay down and put yourself to sleep? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to need to How roll... How many extra D4 is it's that? It's an extra D8, and it's an extra 2D8 for each slot above, so that's an extra 8D8. So that's 13D8. Wow. Damn. Wow, wow, wow. I'm just going <laughs> to use Google and its magic and do 13D8 rather than sitting here. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, right. one second, type that in. Da, 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 da. Did you mean roll 13d8? Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, blah, 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 blah. So that's a 72. Douge, this guy hits the ground <laughs> and is out. <laughs> Fantastic. Good use of my fifth level spell slot that I just acquired last night. So he's just like laying in the hall, right? Yeah, he's asleep like Sid is in Toy Story in his bed. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so is there like a close by like classroom or something that I could just drag him into? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Okay. So I'm gonna do that then. Do I need to like do strength or anything, or can I just do that? No, no. You you just do that. <laughs> can I somehow like use my thieves' tools to like ensure the door is locked like from the inside? Uh, yeah. Give me a sleight of hand check. So that is a 15 plus 12. Yeah, so you you jam some things in the door, and you wedge it in a point to where it's going to be very difficult for anybody to open it up. Okay, and then I go over to this tabaxi, I guess whose name I don't know at this point, and I give him a nice little slap in the face and say, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> he comes to and... <laughs> what, what, what happened? Shall we chat, my good feline friend? Oh, man. Okay. All right. Yeah, Gerard did you dirty, didn't he? Yeah, you want to. You seem to have a bit of knowledge on the subject without having any knowledge on the subject. Care to extrapolate upon that, my good sir? I remember you. And as you're getting in this guy's face, you can tell, like, this tabaxi doesn't seem to take care of himself. Smells kind of bad, looks a little unkempt. But other than that, he's just like, all right, I, I tell you what. You're not, you're not here for me, so why don't I just take you to Gerard, and y'all can sort this out. I don't need to be in the middle of this. I, this isn't my thing. Is it, though? Because I saw you two having a little chit-chat before he and I had our little gambling bouts. So do you know anything about that and about the money that turned into... Did it turn into, like, wood, Kyle? Right? Yeah, like it little, turned like, into wood. Yeah, into the little wooden money and delightfully screwed me out of my all my gold that I won from him. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I, I know about it. Gerard is my bandmate, and, you know, uh, yeah, he does this thing. He can transmute materials. He's got a little, little bit of wizarding in him, but not enough to be able to go to AU, so wound up going the bard route, a little bit of a trickster. Um, mm -hmm. I tell you what, why don't I take you up to our dorm room? We'll get you taken care of. He's got enough to compensate. He usually doesn't get caught. And uh, people aren't usually bold enough to come back and come after him. So you know what? Since I'm helping you, and I haven't, I haven't done anything wrong to you, have I? Well, mine is running from me. So hang on. I'm going to do a little insight here. All right. Okay, that is uh, 14 plus 4. With an 18, you can tell that, uh, yeah, he's being truthful with you. He's, he, he intends to take you up to the dorm room that he does indeed share with Gerard, and they are bandmates together, so... Okay, so you're going to lead, and I'm going to closely follow, and I show him the loadout that I have on me. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so we're going to take this one step at a time, and we're going to do this correctly. So after you, my good sir. Since I get it, I get it. This isn't my first time around the block, believe me. So he's a narc. Awesome. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> so you begin making your way down the hallways and towards the dormitory areas, and he takes you up the flute elevator up to a, a door, and he says, well, uh, Gerard's just inside, so... After you. You can open the door. You can lead me to Gerard. Right on. Okay. And uh, he opens the door and walks on in and says, uh, Gerard, you have, a, you have a visitor. And lying on the couch with a panda bear blanket is Gerard. And he kind of sits up and sees you and goes, oh, okay, 
All right. Honestly, I forgot Gerard's voice, so this is it now. It's been a while, yeah. <laughs> You're that bloke I took uh, 200 out of, huh? Uh, something like that. So I turn to the, the tabaxi and say, you can go now. Thank you for your service. The tabaxi looks over at Gerard and Gerard's like, Mikey, you're good. Don't worry about it. I, I got this. We'll be fine. Head on. And the tabaxi's like, all right, Gerard, if that's how you want it, man, that's, that's cool. And he heads out the door and closes the door. And Gerard just sits up and grabs an old cup, takes a sip out of it and kind of makes a cringy face, puts it on the table, says... So did that wood spend? Oh, it spent like I, you wouldn't believe. Spent my very heart and soul to where I'm going to just... Well, you'll see. Let me just put this quickly. Have you heard the rumors going around the school about me and my compatriots? Uh, let's see. You and your compatriots. Um, uh, hey, y'all chaos sauce? Is that who you are? Yeah. That's the only rumors I've heard about. I heard y'all like to get into some trouble. Yeah, it's... I'll just tell you it's a fraction of the truth. Um, let me enlighten you. And I pull out my organ and let's roll some chord dice. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so above the table uh, with my whole bardic college of whispers, I've got my words of terror and I'm going to... Uh, Evolve that into a song of terror for Ooh. our good friend <laughs> yep. Gerard. And Kyle has been gracious yep. enough to say that since it's a song, that's going to mean he rolls at disadvantage against my spell save DC. Nice. It should be extra creepy. So. Extra creepy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It will terrorize our little gnome. Uh, so let's see oh here. Boy. So my key is a six. That's going to be the key of F. F. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a minor mode. So Kyle, if you'd be so kind as to roll a D3. Three. Oh, uh, that's Locri, and that's exactly what I wanted for a song <laughs> of terror. Fantastic. Oh, no. All right, so in that case, let's see here. So that is a four, and that is a five. So in F Locri, and that's going to mean we have F diminished, B flat minor, and C flat major. Cool. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, so yeah, so we're going to do that and uh, Gerard's going to be terrorized and uh, is going to owe me all of his money. <laughs> Alright, get to writing. Everyone at home, talk to you in a moment. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to give you that big thank you for coming back week after week and checking out what the Bards are doing. Uh, this is going to wrap up the final individual episodes. Uh, we're going to be coming back with full episodes on June 2nd. Big news that I got for you. Of course, uh, I told you I'd keep you up to date, but it's already happening. It's happening right now, today. Bombarded OST Volume 5 is available on our Bandcamp. So head on over to bombarded.bandcamp.com and you can download that at a pay-what-you-want kind of deal. And I got to give a big thank you to our buddy Tanner at Tanner4105 on social media. Tanner did the mixing and mastering on it, really stepped in, helped us out. Another big thank you goes out to Caitlin Hackett for the cover art of this one. Uh, of course, Caitlin's worked with us in the past and we're always excited to work with her. So uh, head on over to at Caitlin underscore Hackett. That's spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N underscore H-A-C-K-E-T-T. Or you can go to Caitlin Hackett com spelled the exact same way. Check out all of our amazing art. So, Caitlin, Tanner, thank you both for helping us really add that little extra bit of spice on the on the album. We super appreciate it. 
So I don't really have any other news. Uh, it's pretty straightforward from here. You know the social media stuff, at BombardedCast, hashtag BardCast, BombardedCast.com, and of course, Patreon.com forward slash BombardedCast if you're wanting to know what other extra content we're putting out. And I got to give a thank you to our Patreon producers, Caitlin Best, Jake Bianchi, Patrick Tang Bizgar, Kelvin Horatio. You four are phenomenal, and I had a blast this past weekend. Thank you for starting my Saturday off so with so much fun. It was great, and I look forward to next month as well. But of course, thank you to everyone at home. We appreciate you coming back and and tuning in to hear what the Bards are doing and keeping up with us. We just we hope you're all doing well, and uh, that's it. I, I'm I'm rambling now, so let's let's hear how Randy's gonna terrify this this poor this poor bard so it'll be great i'm sure i'll talk to y'all later so i turn to gerard and say so gerard we've been dealing with the government recently and when it comes to money laundering and faking currency and all that do you realize the level of punishment that could come with that yeah, for people who are going to rat me out, I'm not a fan of the government myself, but I work within their confines towards my advantage. What of it? Oh, well, just, you know, take a little listen. Turn around, what's that behind you? Will you show that you saw a face? Better check, can be too safe. Jarrod, can you sleep with what is out there? Crimes haven't gone unseen. Randy's watching eyes upon you. You'd better hope you're safe in your dreams. What was that? Was it just a shadow? Was that glint of a dagger blade? Better run, can't be too safe. Jarrod, can you sleep with what is out there? Haven't gone unseen. Randy's watching eyes upon you. You'd better hope you're safe in your dreams. Uh. 
a supremely scary song there, Spurrier. I know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> very good, very awesome. terrifying. Ugh. Locrian is, you know, swell, so yeah. it kind of, it kind <laughs> of worked out, out really well. Very fitting. Now, of course, I was giving uh, Gerard disadvantage for this. We had talked about that beforehand. Right. I did forget that gnomes have an ability called gnomish uh, cunning. It's a racial thing where they have advantage against wisdom, intellect, and charisma saving throws related to magic. So uh, essentially, that's going to wash it out, and I just have to do just a regular roll. Uh, so, I mean, but still, it still helps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it helps out for sure. I mean, and be honest with yourself, that wouldn't have stopped Randy, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> Randy no, still would have definitely <laughs> so. Nah. So, yeah. your DC, it's a wisdom save. Bard spell save DC is a fifteen. So let's see here. That is a five on the die, and even with his bonuses, that means he fails. <laughs> Hooray! And <laughs> you begin day. to see him immediately start to kind of look over his shoulder and looking around. He's like, "What, what was that? What was it? What's what's going on here? You, 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 you're freaking with me, Gerard. Since I know about your crimes and I've got some ends with the government these days, I'd be happy to offer you my protection." Now, it comes at a fee. It's a weekly fee. What can you offer me that will uh, ensure that you sleep uh, soundly and sleep well? And uh, you see him. He's kind of like backing up and starting to almost crawl over the couch for a moment, trying to get away from you. He's like, no, no, no. This is just, he's just messing with me. He's just, he, you're talking about things that make me real scared. Calm <laughs> he casts this spell called Calm Emotion, which removes the frightened condition. You see him kind of settle. He says, okay, okay, Randy. Uh, you, you're a true player in this game. Oh, thanks. And, I, and, you know, I respect that. I tell you what. You want to make more money? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll admit I owe you one. Uh, and, well, and technically more than one, but yes. He's still looking over his shoulder. He's like, I I'll pay you back personally. And how about I get you... You want to be involved in the racket? Well, extrapolate. You're going to have to go see a guy. Oh. Uh-huh. You been to Legno Land yet? They let those underclassmen in there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been once <laughs> or twice, so naturally. Says, okay, give me give me a second. He walks into his room. He still kind of looks like he's like a little bit paranoid looking over his shoulder here and there, but not as frightened. Mm -hmm. Comes back out, and he's got like a, a good little purse, and he sets that on the table for you, and he says... There's your money. And he grabs a piece of paper, writes something down. He says, go to Legno Land, go to this address, look for this person, tell him I sent you. Well, Gerard, as always, it's been a wonderful pleasure. And if this something does happen with this money or something goes astray in Leg Legno Land, it'll be more than a song next time. So uh, pleasure as always, and uh, bye. Trust me, Randy. After seeing what you can do, I uh, you seem like somebody I'd rather have on my side than against me. So, uh, you know, you're not as much of a fool as you seem. So, um, <laughs> now nah, I've been around the block a few times. So, I, you know, that's true. And really quick, Kyle, how much money is in the little purse? Uh, what did he owe you? 200? Something like that? I don't remember exactly, but it's the amount he owed you because he keeps right. his own mental accounting going on. Okay. And just to make things simple, I'll start heading to Lake No Land, but uh, on the way there, I'm just going to pop by Oda Joy's and just give her the 50 that I owe her. Okay, you do that, and you are making your way to the library to be able to head to Legno Land, and that's where we will finish your one-on-one -on -one episode. You have nice. turned a, a seemingly a rival into a confidant. 
So persona. Yeah. I am thou. <laughs> thou art I. Thou art I. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll stop that there for you at home. Thanks for joining us again. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.